Welcome to everyone listening to WORT online and at 89.9 FM on your radio dial. This is another edition of Forward Focus, a segment devoted to any and all things Forward Madison FC, Wisconsin's only fully professional soccer team. I'm one of your hosts, Grant Peters, assistant editor for cultural and FMFC-themed magazine, New Dog Mazine. Joining me as always is the editor of NDZ and the producer of Forward Focus, Andrew Schmidt. When we last left you... FMFC were beginning the start of their off-season activities, including re-signing a core of players to make their return in 2024 and continue FMFC's quest for a USL1 title. Forward Madison has added more firepower since then, re-signing Stephen Payne and Mauro Cicero. FMFC also made their first new signing of the off-season, inking winger Sharif Gia from Central Valley Fuego FC. We sat down again with FMFC head coach and technical director Matt Glazer, to get his thoughts on the signings as well as his final thoughts as we wrap up 2023 and put a cap on the year that was. Matt, last time we spoke, we discussed the 2023 squad's collective contributions and the returning core you're bringing back for 2024. In your mind, who was the most improved player this past season? In general, like we were, we were happy with with the core group of players. Um, in general, we felt like there's some good building blocks. Obviously, you know, to recap that, like we know there's there's things that need to be improved, and, and kind of spoke about the areas of improvement. I think um, individually, individually speaking, you know, I think from a, it's a small sort of um, variability or whatever, but from 2022 to 2023, for sure, for me, the most improved player was, was Derek. Um, and a big part of that was, and, and I think even just his performances on a whole were were so much um, so much more well rounded, so much more consistent. Um, he was able to play a couple of different roles for us, but I think just coming into preseason in 2023 last year, Derek was was sharp. He he he, he looked he looked good, um, and he for me was a guy who really stuck out as a ter- in terms of like a guy who just improved, like just improved and, and got closer to what I feel like uh, Derek could could be and, and should be um, as a player for us. And I, th- I still think there's there's more for him as well. Um, but Derek, Derek was good. Um, I think Mitch, Mitch, Mitch was good. I thought Mitch was was a lot more solid. Like we ask a lot of Mitch as a as a leader. Um, we ask him to do a lot more than just kind of show up and, and, and play center back um, in terms of his, his role as a captain and, and leader. And um, he, he really he really dug into that role and, and really tried to really tried to really improved, I thought, in, in the way that he is sort of, um, you know, my voice in, in there with the guys when, you know, um, on the field and, and in the locker room. And, and I thought Mitch did a nice job of he, he's 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 evolved a lot. Um, as a leader and I think he'll continue to do that um, and then yeah in terms of like sort of the new guys it was it's funny because like the sample size is so it's so small right I mean it's uh, four guys returned um, I thought they all were sh- I thought they all got better like I thought Nazim got better uh, Derek got better um, the, you know Andrew obviously struggled with injuries um, so so it was a little bit of a of a different kind of kind of season for him with, with some of the things he was having to deal with but always always trusted and believed in, in Andrew so but I think um, 
Yeah, in terms of like the sample size of like new guys coming in, I thought Aiden Macias improved big time. Like when he first came in, he had kind of been coming off of an injury and, and um, wasn't wasn't in the greatest physical condition. And for me, over the course of the season, he became like he became a really strong performer for, for us. Um, I was really pleased with with him. And I think to, to your question before, Andrew, like I think um, I think there's even more in his tank. I think he's got more to give to give. And, and uh, at a young age, he's, you know, 23, I think maybe 24, 23, 24. He, he's um, he's only going to get better. Um, he's only going to get better. So I'm excited to see what he's able to, to do next year. Um, I thought Stephen Payne improved a ton. Um, I thought he was like he was really steady for us, but I just thought he 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 kind of came in and was playing in a different system and had, had a different role in the right back position. And for what we ask, we, we ask a lot, a lot from that position. And I think he really bought into that. And I think it reflected in, in some of his performances over the course of the season. Sharif D.A., I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, it's probably something close to that. Um but what 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 can we expect from a guy like him? He's he played with Cheney before. I think some fans are excited about Cheney having a a strike partnership with a player that he's played before that he's been able to produce with. What does a guy like Sharif bring to a side, especially uh, up a you know playing next to a, a high level hold up player like Cheney? Yeah, that's such a cool thing about Sharif is that he's so. Um... We really like versatility. I mean, I, I think we've talked about this before, and you guys can probably tell. I mean, we like the we like guys that can play in a couple of different positions. We like guys that are well rounded and adaptable. Um, you know, I like to tinker with 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 shapes and and, and things like that. Um, so I really I really have a, a I place a lot of value on players like Sharif, who are who are just like if you think about like the three most important things that an attacking player can can have in any system. Right. It's power, 1v1, um, and then like quality to, to finish plays. Right. And like Sharif has has those things. And there's probably more than that. But if, if I'm going off just the top of my head and I think Sharif, like I'm not sure that we've had like oh, an out and out. Like we have some guys that are good one on one, like like Derek's a good one on one dribbler, a good one on one player. Um, Jaden was Cassini was. But. I'm not sure that we've had like a guy who has the power and one V one that Sharif has. Um, so I'm really excited. I think he can play a couple of different roles. I think he can play kind of with Cheney underneath him alongside him. And I think he can play out wide as well, um, which is sort of maybe his more natural role. So we'll kind of, we'll kind of take a look at where things stand, but to, to be able to find ways to isolate him and, and get him running at defenders is, is going to be something that, that we're looking forward to for, for certain that'll do it for this week we'd like to thank matt for joining us again and hope that you'll join us again in two weeks as well as andrew and i continue to keep you up to date on all the news updates and stories coming out of bree stevens field as preparations continue for the 2024 campaign and fmfc's pursuit of usl1 glory and for wrt this has been for the Fox.
the other question that I had uh, was, well, you know, you being a coach, you're th- this will be your third season, I guess, like as a head coach of a professional side. What do you make of the uh, of the MLS senior teams bowing out of the U.S. Open Cup? Yeah, I've been having some conversations about that. I mean, that's an interesting. It's interesting from a number of because I've seen it from. I was I was I was with the MLS team for for a few years, and and I've seen kind of the way the, the competition is sort of regarded every every team kind of takes it takes it differently you know um and and, and mls and um and through the usl as well i think um i guess my hope is my hope it's not ideal for for the for i don't think it's an ideal situation because i think a big a big sort of carrot a big sort of light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of us lower division folks is to get the opportunity right Right. To, to play against those teams and, and it's um mm-hmm. for, for a lot of our players it's it's a um it's a big moment it's it's maybe one of the bigger moments of their of their career sometimes um and so um from that point it's it, from that perspective it's disappointing i think um b- b- but from the looking at it from the other side um i could part of me can understand um a little bit as to why that decision is getting made um but I think there's just a I think there's just a lot more that goes into it, and I think there's a lot of look when you get up up these ways with U.S. soccer and MLS and the power paradigms and and who's making decisions and and who's kind of the politics behind it. It gets it gets super convoluted and and uh, and a lot to to kind of dive into. I would say generally I'm I'm, I'm disappointed that that because I think it diminishes the the competition, but also you know I'm not entirely. Um, I'm shocked that that it happened either. Yeah, I guess, Grant, do you have any other questions? No, I don't think so. I'm going to end the recording.